Sukkah daf lamed vav. The last thing we were discussing were all the psulim, whatever makes a etrog pasul. We were talking about the pitom falling off. We talked about it being peeled. And with that, we are starting lamed vav amud aleph. First line in by the two dots where it says nisdak and nikav. If a etrog was cracked down the middle, or if it was punctured and something was missing, we said it's pasul. If it was punctured without something missing, it is kasher. And Tane Ula Barhanina, Nikav Nekev Mefulash, if there's a hole that goes from one side to the other side of the etrog, Bemashu, even if it's small, Vesheeno Mefulash, if it is a hole that doesn't go all the way through, then it depends if the thickness is Bechi Isar, if it's the size of an Isar, it's a coin. And the Gemara asks an interesting question. When it comes to the Psulim of an etrog, if an etrog has the same problems a terefav an animal has, do they have the same halachot or not? And the Gemara asks, what's the question over here? If we're talking about peeled, which is the same halachot as in terefa, we just learned that. And if you're talking about if it, it was cracked down the middle, we also learned that in the Mishnah. Inikav, if we're talking about puncture, Tanina, we also learned that. So, what, what are you talking about? What, what, which specific halacha are you talking about? So, the Gemara explains, He was asking, which was the case of a lung which usually sits in like a double bag. So, the halacha says, if all the flesh of the lung, all the actual meat of the lung, became watery, and now you can spill it like a pouch full of water. We say it's still kasher. Rabbi said about that sugya As long as the pipes of the lungs are still there. If the pipes are not there anymore. So now the question over here is as follows. When it comes to the Torah, what's the halacha? If it became watery on the inside but it still looks yellow, let's say, on the outside, and the inside you still have the compartments where the seeds are, do we say it's kasher, like the lung, or not? So you could, and the way to look at it is as follows. Dil mahata, maybe over there by an animal's lungs, hu delos shalit ba'avira, because air doesn't go over there, and therefore, hadar baril, end up healing itself. Aval ha'chavir by netrog, the shalit ba'avira, the wind is hitting it, it'll end up being rotten and therefore it should be pasul or maybe maybe there's no difference between a trog and an animal's lungs so Tashema the bright comes to tell us etrog tafuah and we'll see what tafuah and saruah mean kavush if it was pickled in vinegar or mustard it's not hadar anymore shaluk if it was boiled kushi if it's a black etrog we'll see what that means also lavan if it's white umnumar if it's leopardy Different colors. Pasul. Same thing. Etrog kakadur. If it's round like a ball. Pasul. No good. Ve'eshomrim. Afatiyom. If it is a twin etrog. It looks like two etrogim were uh, stuck together. Etrog aboser. If it's unripe. Rebi'akiva posel. Be'achamim makshirim. Giddelo bitfus. If you grew that etrog in a mold. To give it a different shape than a regular etrog. And it looks totally different than an etrog. It looks like something something totally different. A different fruit altogether. Pasul. 
Now it says, Katanemi had tafuah and saruah. My love, doesn't it mean that tafuah means it was ruined from mibachutz from the outside, visaruah mibifnim, and saruah means it became moldy, disgusting from the inside? The Gemara says, Lo, that's not what it means. Idi vidi mibachutz. Both of them, tafuah and saruah, are on the, got ruined on the outside. Vilakashya. Ha de tafah. One, the tafuah means it blew up from let's say rainwater or the moist it made it blow up and that's pasul and afagav de losarah even though it didn't become rotten vehad de sarah afagav de lotafah and the other one is if it got rotten without blowing up and that's what saruah and tafuah means amar more we learned in the brayta etrog kushi pasul etrog that is black is pasul vehatanya but we learned kushi kasher etrog from a place called kush is kasher if it's domela kushi, if it looks like this black etrog from kush, then it's pasul. And it's a contradiction in the Mishnah itself. On one hand, you want to tell me that uh, kushi is good, then you tell me kushi is no good. So Amar Abaye, no. Kitnan nami matnitin, even when our Mishnah was talking about domela kushi, tnan. our Mishnah, when it said pasul, we're talking about it looks like a kushi. And Rabba Amar, la kashia, no, it's not a problem. Halan vehalehu, there's a difference. Over here in Babel, we're right next to the Kush place. So in Kush, this is a kosher etrog, not a problem. In Eretz Yisrael, where they're not used to this type of etrog, we're far away from it. And if we see something like that, then it's no good. Because we're not used to it. It's not Hadar. And the Rambam is posek over here. If in Babel they find a etrog that has few black spots on it, it's still kasher because they're used to this type of thing. It's not weird. It's not different. It's normal to them. And now let's go back to the Brayta. Etrog haboser, an unripe etrog. Rabbi Akiva posel v'chachamim achshirin. And Amar Rabbi Akiva v'Rabbi Shimon amru davarecha. They're both really talking about one thing. Rabbi Akiva had Amaran. Rabbi Akiva over here, he says, an etrog that's unripe is patsul, you can't use it. Rabbi Shimon mahi, what's Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Shimon is poter these etrogim when they are small. And to understand the next sugya, I just want to tell you there's a machloket Rabbanan and Rabbi Shimon. What is the size of a fruit when it comes to ma'aser? According to Rabbanan, once it's edible, then even if you leave it on the tree to grow more, it's already hayav and ma'aser. And Rabbi Shimon holds if you take them off and you're able to use the seeds inside to make more seeds, that's the size that is mehayev and ma'aser. And the same sort of mahlukat is going to be with small etrogim, according to Rabbanan. Once they're hayav and ma'aser, that means they're edible, and therefore you could use them also for etrogim. And Rabbi Shimon, they would be patur because you wouldn't use them for planting, I mean, you wouldn't take out the seeds and plant them, so therefore, it wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to use it for etrog either. And back in the Gemara, Amar le Abaye, Abaye tells Rabbah, maybe it's not the same mahluk. Maybe you can't say Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shimon are saying the same thing. Maybe listen, Rabbi Akiva holds the reason unripe etrog is no good for the mitzvah because I want it to be nice, I want it to be hadar, and they don't have hadar. Maybe he holds like Rabbanan that it is considered a food and therefore you would be Hayav Maaser. 
Inami, and again, you could say the same thing with Rabbi Shimon. The only reason he said over there the small etrogim are patur from Aser Ella Dechtiv, Aser Te Aser Kol Tevuat Zara'echa, meaning Kedech Shebene Adam Motsim Lizri'ah. It has to be the size a person takes out in order to make seeds. Then you have an Maaseh Abal Hacha, maybe Kerabanan Sviralde, maybe he holds. Once it's edible, you could use it uh, as for Lulav. And there's nothing to argue over here. You could, uh, you know, you can't prove that Rabbi Shimon is like Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva like Rabbi Shimon. You can't prove anything. Next part of the Brayta. If you put a mold around the etrog and you made it grow in the shape of a different, uh, different fruit, it's pasul. That's dafka if you made it grow like a different fruit altogether. About Kibriyato, if you put it in a mold that made it look like an etrog, then it's kasher. Of course, the Braita says, Kemin Braita Heretanya. It says like a different fruit altogether. So, Lotzricha, Davida, Dape, Dape. If you made the etrog look like planks, like a bunch of wood planks stuck together, at the end of the day, it's weird, but that's the way etrogim grow with a bunch of bumps and stuff like that. So therefore, it would be kasher. Now, another thing about the psulim of etrog, itmar etrog shenekavu achbarim. If an etrog was punctured by mice, amarav en zehadar, that's not beautiful. Therefore, it's basul. The Gemara says, "Ini is that true?" Vehar bihaninam matbilba venafikba. Rabbi Hanina would dip it a little bit in something and eat it, and be the hova of etrog. He didn't worry about it being missing, and even as long as most of it is still around, it's still considered etrog. He would use it. But the Gemara says, "Wait a second. Well, Rabbi Hanina, kashemat nitin. The Mishnah is problematic with Rabbi Hanina. The the Mishnah said etrog that was punctured, it's missing, it's pasul altogether. How could he eat it and then use it?" You could always say that the Mishnah is not a problem with Rabbi Hanina because you could always say our Mishnah is talking about the first day of the holiday. It says has to be perfect and this, the other days of the holiday doesn't have to be perfect. Who said that a talk that was bitten by mice is not beautiful, it's not hadar, and you can't use it. Kashawa, there's a problem, there's a contradiction to what uh, Rabbi Hanina did. Rabbi Hanina bit it, ate it, and then uh, used it uh, for the rest of the holiday. And you can't say Rav uh, was talking about the first day, second day, because Rav said it's pasu altogether because it's not hadar. Hadar, you still need the entire holiday. So the Gemara explains, Rav, Rav would tell you. There's a difference when it comes to mice. If mice bit it, it's disgusting, and that's for sure not hadar. If so, everybody hanina ate it, that's not uh, that's not a problem. It's not disgusting. It could still be hadar. And ikadamra, and some say amarav ze hadar. A trog that was bitten by mice is beautiful. It is kasher. And his proof is that Rabbi hanina would eat it, and then then biot hova with the same etrog. Or Bihanina Kashamatnitin, and uh, there's a question from the Bihanina Mishnah which said, which said it was Pasul. And the Gemara answered, La Kasha, Kan Biom Tov Rishon, Kan Biom Tov Rishini. The first day of Yom Tov, it has to be perfect. After that, it doesn't have to be so perfect. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Aitrog Akatan, the smallest possible Aitrog, we saw the Mahloket, Rabbi Meir says the size of a walnut, Rabbi Uda the size of an egg. 
And Amar of Rambar Papa, Kemachloket, Kan, the same as Machloket, and Machloket Bavanim Kurzalot. There's also a Machloket when it comes to the round bathroom stones. Detanya, Beshabbat, Shalosh Avanim Kurzalot, Mutala Achnis, Lebeta Kise. On Shabbat, you're allowed to bring into the bathroom to clean yourself. They didn't have toilet paper, they would use uh, these uh, round rocks. A person was allowed to bring three of those rocks into the bathroom. On Shabbat, and a machloket Rashi and Tosfot, if we're talking about muktzeh or if we're talking about carrying on Shabbat, either way, Hachamim allowed you to bring it into the bathroom. Emishum kavoda beriyot, vechamashiuran. And what's the size of these rocks? Rabbi Meir Omer keegoz. It's the size of a walnut, and that's the size people clean with, not bigger. You're not allowed to use bigger than that. Rabbi Yehuda Omer kabetza. You're allowed to bring rocks the size of an egg. So say machloket. And we learned in the Mishnah, Bagadol, the biggest etrog possible, according to Bihuda, is if you're, you have to be able to carry two in one hand, and according to Bihuda, even if you carry one with two hands. And Tanya, Amar Bihuda, There was a story where Bihuda came to Shul on Sukkot, and his etrog was on his shoulder. It was so big. That's your proof? The Hachamim told him in Shul, that's not beautiful. That's not a beautiful letrog. It's huge. And Rashi points out, even though we said before that Rabbi Uda's reason is because you might uh, switch hands and it might fall, that's his reason. But he didn't even have to go there. He's just saying, even according to your Shita, which you hold it has to be Hadar, this is not Hadar. Okay, the next Mishnah. Lulav can only be bound, tied around with the Hadas Narava. It has to be the same species as the, 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 the Lulav. It has to be done using a palm tree. Even if you use a string, a cord, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't have to be the same species as the Lulav. And about it being Meir, Maaseh and Jerusalem, there was you know Maaseh, the people of Jerusalem, Shayu Ogdinet Lulavehen Begimoniot Shel Zahav. They would use golden strings, golden rings to to tie around their lulav with the Hadasim and Aravot and Amrulo, and they told them that's not a proof. Why? First they were tied around with something made of the lulav, and then they would put gold around it just for beauty. And we we'll later learned that it, there was no issue with Baltosiv. Now the Gemara starts, Even if you use the fibers, that the scruff that grows around the palm tree to tie the lulav, even if you figure a way to use the trunk to make it a rope or a string to tie around the, the, the lulav, it's still kasher because that's, part, that's a mean, that's the same species as the lulav. What's Rabbi Yudah's reason? That you have to use the same species as Lulav. He holds that Midoraita, a Lulav needs to be tied. And if you bring a different species, now you have five minim and now you're Baltosif problem. You're adding to the mitzvot. And Rabbah tells you, where like, do I get this idea from that the, the fibers around the scruff around the, 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 the palm tree, the trunk, that's the Ikar, the Dikla. How do I know that they're the same species as the Lulav? 
דתניה, we have a brighter, בסוכות השבו, סוכה של כל דבר דבר רבי מאיר. It says you have to say in סוכה, סוכה כבי מאיר, out of anything, according to רבי מאיר. רבי יהודה אומר, אין סוכה נוהגת, אלא בארבעה מינים שבלולב. You could only make a סוכה out of the four מינים that are in the לולב. והדין נותן, just logic, ומה לולב שאין נוהג בלילות כבימים, the same way לולב, it's not נוהג, you don't shake לולב at night, you only do it in the day. אינו נוהג אלא במינים, you only use the four species, סוכה שנוהגת בלילות כבימים, אינו דין שלא תהא אלא בארבעה מינים, all the more so it should be done using the four מינים. And we're going to learn, this is a long break that's going to go deep into the next Amud, so we'll stop here, but we're going to learn that according to Biuda, you're going to be able to make a sukkah only out of, let's say, the trunk of the palm tree, and that shows you the, pa- the palm tree, the trunk of the palm tree is the same mean as the lulav itself. But we'll continue this tomorrow, we'll go back and we'll continue. We'll stop right here, Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.